whatever it takes I know I can make it through A Degrassi podcast With Kelsey and Holland too I know I can make it through Hi and welcome to Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi the Next Generation. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland. And today we have a special guest with us, returning Sean Quigley. Yay! Hey! <laughs> Back for an episode he specifically requested, so I guess we'll get we'll get into why he chose this one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but today we are talking about season nine, episodes seven and eight, Beat It. And Kelsey, will you please read us the Degrassi wiki summary. Sure. After an embarrassing incident in lifeguard class, Riley is determined to prove to the world and himself that he's straight. Meanwhile, Anya lies to Sav about her after-school activities. Dave gets confident and asks Jenna out, and when they go out... This is a strange sentence. And when they go out, he assumes that Jenna is his girlfriend. Part part two. Riley is accused of gay bashing after punching Sam and is ostracized by his classmates. Feeling desperate, he decides to search for a deprogrammer to make himself straight. Sav finds out about Anya and Leia LARPing and is upset and bewildered in Anya for why she would hang out with losers. Jenna has to set Dave straight. <laughs> Final appearance of Blue Chessex. I mean, honestly, really? good. Yeah, I mean, it's fine, but I don't remember him being in this episode at all. He No, he was definitely in it. Oh, right. Yeah, I remember him leaning against, like, a carnival ride with a chick being like, oh, this is my new girlfriend, and, and that was like, about it. He's like, I drew you a picture. Can I get your phone yeah, number? Yeah. <laughs> That's his whole move. <laughs> yep. Um, eh, use what you've got. <laughs> sure. Mean, honestly, that's so many guys I went to art school with. I, it, yeah. <laughs> All right. Can I draw you? Um, oh my God, remember when they have new Allegra in the park? Yeah, my sister was in Prospect Park like a month ago and some guy came up to her and was like, can I draw you? And she was like, um, <laughs> what? I, okay, whatever, you can sit over there, I don't care. And then he started talking to her. I can't her and he tell if I would be flattered or offended if somebody wanted to draw me. <laughs> she was very... <laughs> like, Is it because you think I'm a handsome man or is it because you think I'm like just so bizarre looking that, eh? <laughs> that I'd be so good to draw? I think it was like be a real challenge. An extended pickup because then afterward he asked for her phone number and she was like, "No, I'll give you my oh. Instagram handle or something." And then he's like, "All right, all right, I'll off to find my next victim." He like literally said that, and it was terrifying. I'm honestly surprised he didn't murder her. <laughs> well, <laughs> it was broad daylight, and I think she was in a crowded park, so I think that that luck was on her side that day. <laughs> That's yeah, yeah. No, if somebody tries to draw you at night, then you're in real fucking trouble. <laughs> if you're in an alleyway, someone has to draw you. Probably don't let that happen. Yeah, time to run. Get the fuck out of there. Uh, but the episode is called Beat It, which is a 1982 song by Michael Jackson. And I guess it works in that Riley is trying to beat the gay out of himself, maybe. He also beat that guy. He beat that guy up a little bit. <laughs> Although I will say, I feel that they fell short upon using Beat It for an episode with no masturbation whatsoever in it. <laughs> You'd think they'd save Beat It for the jerking off episode at some true. point. Like, there was a boner in it, though. That's true. Please know. Yeah, exactly. That- there was a boner. That helps. <laughs> 
know that that's I've the, uh, been thinking about it the entire time. I've just been thinking about, like, like anytime I hear Beat It Now, that is where my brain goes. I'm like, nope, nope, that's not what this is about. That's not what this is about. <laughs> yeah, missed opportunity. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, let's just dive into it, I guess. <laughs> dive in. Speaking of, we're at the oh swimming pool. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. What? It was a seamless transition, Kelsey. <laughs> Um, I loved we're, it. We're at the swimming pool, and Riley's like, I've been swimming forever, so I'm just going to try to be a lifeguard now. And I just wrote that Riley would fucking be a lifeguard. That is extremely Riley. And the lifeguard teacher guy is super hot. Oh, my God. Crazy hot. And Riley agrees because he gets a bar. Oh, Riley is insane. Because then he's, like, showing – he's doing CPR on a dummy, and Riley gets a boner, and – jumps in a pool to hide it <laughs> and also and also like fucking that one mean kid like points fitz, it out fritz what, the, what was that guy's name who cares something but i'm like what yeah, is fitz. i'm like what why are you pointing this? like who gives a shit stop it why are you yeah, looking no at man on earth would just scream whoa he just said whoa like straight <laughs> out of boner <laughs> not cool dude like there's there's some simple things that like guys understand that you just don't do to each other and pointing out a boner in front of a bunch of strangers is certainly one of them. Well, that kid is a, a massive dick, so which we find yeah. out throughout the episode. He just continues <laughs> to be an asshole. Um, uh, but then the theme song plays. Sean, how do you feel about the new Stude's theme song? Oh, it's it's trash. But I mean, let's be real. It's always, it's never been like it's not like this theme song has ever been. You know, it's not going to be in the National Library for being culturally significant anytime soon. It's never, it was never been a great good. song. No, but no, the Stude's cover is troublesome for I sure. Know, I loved the choir version, <laughs> but that's just oh, like pretty nostalgia. That's just nostalgia. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but then we're... we did name our entire podcast after that shitty theme song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was the right thing to do. Um, but then uh, we're hanging out outside, and Riley's hanging out with, like, the most random group of people. Besides, like, she's hanging out with Fiona, which is fine because she's his beard right now. And then it's Shantae Blue and this Lego hair Fritz kid, whatever his <laughs> name is. Um, Lego hair is I can't take me. credit for Lego hair. Allegra gave that to me. Also, Allegra watched <laughs> this with me with this in a slightly altered state and i've written down a lot of choice quotes from her throughout the episode which i will (laughs) inform you on when we get to them i'm very excited about this um but yeah they're like hanging out and And they're being really good beards for each other yeah and this asshole kid is like straight up asks if they're sleeping together yeah that was weird fucking weird they're like um we're waiting that's like a weird But the kind of guy who thing. points out somebody's boner is the kind of guy who would be tactless enough to ask that question. I mean, that's yeah. a very fair point. But like, what what the shit? Like, <laughs> why? Why? I don't I don't, know. I don't, I like, I can't imagine a scenario in which like my friend and their partner are like sitting in a group outing and so I just, you guys and I just sex turn yet? to them and go, so are you guys sleeping together? What's going on with you sexually? Like what? The you know fuck? what? I might ask that, <laughs> but I'm not like, but I'm like not a good example of like human behavior by any means. But would you like in a group? Like, I feel like if it was just like probably not one or I feel like if it was just like you and that person or you and that couple, maybe, 
I don't. I don't know. Uh, if I was drunk, I'd be like, well, you guys are obviously doing it, right? I'd say something along those lines. <laughs> but then I think this kid also brings up, like, the boner incident from the day before. Yeah. And Riley was like, I was thinking about my girlfriend. He just... That was my favorite line. Oh, my God. Because it's just, Riley's just so bad at being straight. He just, like, he doesn't know how to be, like, He's one so of the right, like one of he, the straight guys. And he tries really hard to. He does not know how to be, like... a. Like, you know, typical straight no. dude. Because also, no, like, he, he, typical straight dude is not going to be like, I was thinking about my girlfriend. It's going to be like, I was thinking exactly. about Christina Hendricks. Like, yeah. And then, like, <laughs> yeah. first of all, and the, thing, the uh, like, one of the reasons I want to come on this episode is because I'm the only one who could have experience with the mid-class boner. Unfortunately, I never had a pool to jump in, although that's quite a display. But it's a subject that deserves respect and sensitivity. <laughs> As, it, you know, it happened to me, you know, every hour for about, you know, six years straight at least. Oh my so God. I understand, like, oh, it's no joke. It's... Being a boy sounds like an actual nightmare. It's a really nonstop thing. Oh my God. That does not sound fun. Oh, I've gotten called up to, to like the front of the class mid in the middle of one. You learn all sorts of tips and tricks as you grow up. It's just a thing. But this is something that happens. Gay or straight, every high school kid in your class probably has a boner at all times. It's just something you got to deal with. And don't call it out in front of everybody. Never. Yeah, fucking Never. dumbass. It's fucking rude. Um, yeah, I told you. But I was I thinking think... about my girlfriend. This is a great line. Oh, my God. And he just really lumbers over the word girlfriend. Like, he really struggles with it every time he says it. I have my first Allegra quote. I'm ready. <laughs> Which is, he has the worst line delivery of anyone on the show, including Isabella. <laughs> <laughs> She's not wrong. And then the second one is, he has gay Nick Lachey face. <laughs> Which I t- I don't know what that means, but she said that. Perfect. Um, oh, Allegra. But then we are... Oh, wait, can we fashion police? Because yeah. I only have like two notes, and one of them is Riley's puka shell yeah, necklace. Yeah, Riley's wearing puka shells. Oh, one of my three is also. <laughs> um, <laughs> in the LARPing, I was really confused about the foil helmet on that one child. <laughs> it's a weird choice. <laughs> That's another one of my notes. Um, I like Anya's dress in the LARPing, though, and I, yeah. I did not care for her wedding dress, but I guess it's appropriate as far as a pretend oh. wedding dress for a high schooler it goes. I, I will say this. I um, It might be because I played Dungeons & Dragons for the first time in my life two weeks ago. Isn't it but fun? But I found... I play with Cody. Oh, it was one of the better nights of my life. <laughs> it was fantastic <laughs> amount of fun. But So I might have just been in that mindset, but I just found... LARPing Anya, I found way too sexy for words. I was way too into it. <laughs> and it must just be because I'm in a role player's mind right now. No, she looks great. Like, she really pulls it oh, off. She's in her element. Well, she also, she's kind of like baby Liv Tyler. Like, she has those kind of vibes. Yeah. And, like, Liv Tyler and, was Arwen in st- Lord of the Rings, and that was a whole thing. And the big styrofoam sword, that's cool. Girls <laughs> with swords are cool. Absolutely. Like, call me old-fashioned, but a hot chick with a weapon is cool. Yeah. Um, I liked Fiona's like kind of minty green dress with the belt that she wears at one point. Um, speaking of Fiona, did not care for different belt and a peasant top situation. Oh no, that was bad. It's a weird choice. Did not like it. Riley's, Those are literally all my fashion notes. Riley's wearing a gray striped polo at one point. 
Um, Jenna wears a Dave tiny vest. Is... She would. Dave is constantly cosplaying as a lime. I noticed <laughs> that he only wears lime exclusively. Oh, Dave. Dave's cosplay is just citrus. It's fine. <laughs> oh, also... in the second episode, Jenna's wearing a shirt that says, I heart cute boys, which made me very fucking ill. Of I don't like that. Did. I do not like that at all. I would, I, I feel like I should wear that shirt ironically. I think that would be really fun. <laughs> yeah, I would wear that shirt ironically. <laughs> you should wear I that also, shirt ironically. ironically. I also have an If You Seek Amy shirt, and I had a shirt that said, I'm on your boyfriend's top eight at one point oh in my, my life. That's I love it. I love it so much. That I wore on a date. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. It's incredible. It worked out fine. <laughs> How'd the date go? Really good. Really good. All right. <laughs> Um, but Made out on the waterbed. I was like 14. It was rad. Perfect. It's a really good shirt. Um, so the shirt was even topical then. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, all right. So then we're in class with Sav and Anya. Oh, Sav got a haircut. Thank God. It looks God. really good. I love it. Um, and he's like, oh, I have my students has their first or Janie and the studs, yeah. I guess is what they're called now. We have our first unplugged set at the dot. And I'm like, who cares? Let her live and take self-defense class. I also literally wrote, let Anya live. Because she's like, oh, I can't. I have self-defense class after school. You know I can't do anything on these days. And he's like, eh, but it's our first class. And I was like, shut the fuck up, Sav. Let her do her thing. But Sav is so there, fucking codependent. There's dependent. nothing I understand more than a girl not wanting to see her boyfriend's band play unplugged. For the Seriously. millionth time. Yeah. Because then Leia's like, like, oh, can I go with you? I don't want to go see dudes play again. And Anya's like, oh, you wouldn't like it. So it's like, hmm, <laughs> is she really going to self-defense class? I don't know. I don't know. Or maybe she just doesn't like Leia, which is valid. <laughs> oh, that girl cannot keep a goddamn secret, and she's super boring. And I feel like And a her, liar. And a liar. I feel like her ballet background is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Leia. Um... But then we are in PE or wrestling class club. Riley and Peter only ever wrestle when they're in this environment. And I'm confused by it because so, then Riley is talking to Peter about his girl issues. And he's like, I need to convince her to sleep with me. And oh, I was like, oh, boy, I hated that. That made me very upset. And then Peter's like, but at the same time, I was very happy because Peter, who you expect to be like, the guy's like, well, here's the thing about girls. Sometimes they don't know they want to fuck you. <laughs> you expect him to be that guy. Yeah. But he was Mr. Respect a Women's oh, Desire yeah. to Wait. Yeah. I, I literally wrote, Peter is dot, 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 right and good, question mark. Yeah. I have another yeah. Allegra quote um, talking about Riley again. And he says, he looks like someone photoshopped a Barbie head on top of that beefy Jeeves guy I almost dated. No context, but that's <laughs> the quote. <laughs> so, yeah. And oh, and then oh, Peter's and like, wait, I can't keep up. Are, are we straight now? What's going on? He's, he's like, like, I get those confused right thoughts girl. out of your system. Yeah. He's like, I just had to find the right girl. And it's like, Riley, that's oh, not Riley. how that works. Stop. Simply not how denial. it works. No. And then, oh, then we're with Casey or something and Dave. I don't know. I just heard, go away, Casey. I don't care about you and your basketball. 
And then I think Dave gets put into a basketball game and Case yeah. is like, let the game come to you. And I was like, that doesn't make sense. It doesn't. That doesn't seem that like advice. That is the go-to basketball advice that you will see in any media about basketball is let the game come to you. And it is always used as a parallel to the dating world in every basketball-related form of media. Oh, boy. That doesn't make any sense. Also... I mean, I don't know anything about basketball. If someone, like, I played basketball as a small child, I was not good at it, and I quit pretty early. But if someone was like, here, go into the game, and, like, we're playing, like, basketball, like, whatever, this crazy scenario, and they threw me in, I'd be like, what the fuck do I do? And they said, let the game come to you. I'd be like, I don't, that doesn't mean anything. It's not, it's not <laughs> You would advice. just stand there. I would just stand there and like, I would watch. I'm letting the, it come to me. I'd watch it come to me and I'd watch it go past me. That's not <laughs> advice. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> uh, but then we're in lifeguard class and like all the guys are like treading water in the pool, but all the girls are just sitting on the side of the pool. And then Riley is like, so who do you think the hottest girl in class is? It's honestly again. Like, Riley little... just can't hang. He can't pull it off. Is this a is this hang. a natural conversation that comes up amongst guys? Do you just be like, so who's the hottest it, one over there, or is this it, like it will now and again? But I always hate it. Like I just I don't know. Maybe I'm just a little bit more private about such things. But there's really no more uncomfortable question, especially when they're just bobbing in the water, <laughs> staring at the women in question, Super which I can relate weird. to that. <laughs> I was on board for sitting there gawking at the women in their bikinis. Like, that's fine. That's that's what you do. But when he just screamed to the lifeguard, like, yeah, who do you think? Shantae? Like, I was really upset by that. And so then upset. the lifeguard's like, um, not really my thing. Um, and they're like, no, just pick somebody. He's like, um, actually, I'm gay. And I was well, like, no. yes, he is. Yeah, well, first of all, duh. But also... <laughs> Riley's like, oh, what? Because they're students? Which, like, yeah, that should be yeah, more than enough reason. <laughs> that should be more and than enough reason. They're children. Like you're an adult. Gay dude, he's very bad at picking up subtleties that another person may, in fact, be a homosexual. Like, no, that's not my thing. Like, why? It's not right. Oh. <laughs> uh. He's like, but, I'm but gay. Like, they're hot chicks, dude. You know, like, just doesn't, he can't quite pull it off. He doesn't get it. Oh, Riley. It's ridiculous. But then he says that he's gay, and all the guys are kind of like, oh, but Riley kind of is swooning internally, I think, or even yeah. if he doesn't know it. He looks like he's going to swoon or throw up or both. Um, but Blue knew, because Blue was like, dude, let it go, let it go, let it go. Yeah. But then we're back at the basketball game, and Dave is in the game, and it's exciting, and he like makes a basket at the last moment. And I have another Allegra quote that says, this looks like a decom. What is this, luck of the Irish? <laughs> so, One of the better of the decoms. <laughs> true. Oh, my God. And I don't I care about the Irish. this plot. Like, good job, Dave. You made a winning basket at a basketball game. Yeah, I just wrote Dave. Good job. Sure. <laughs> sure. Um, and then... <laughs> We are in the woods, and Anya is LARPing with Miss Dawes, the art teacher. I name a more iconic duo. <laughs> I'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> and then this is when Foilhead comes up to them oh, and yeah. is like, uh, something intense is happening, and I, I didn't pay attention to what it was. <laughs> <laughs> something about the realm 
unrest, you know, the oh, usual I shit. I have another quote from Allegra. As soon as he showed up, she was like, I love him. He has way better line <laughs> delivery than fucking Riley. He's very invested in this, like, LARPing subplot, and he delivers. <laughs> I loved the LARPing subplot. Honestly, like, I love Anya as a LARPer. Yeah, I was into it. I love it. Mrs. Dawes as her, like, LARP mentor. And mother. I love it. And mother. <laughs> I wrote down more than once, long live the Empress. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, so I like it adds some depth to her character where yeah. she's always been a little vapid outside of her sticker book. Like it gives her a little bit, like another layer to her, her that you wouldn't expect. It gives and she looked hot. So. She yeah. looked great. And she needs like distance from Sav because yeah, was... like Sav is a dreamboat, but also girl, like get your own hobbies, yeah. do your own shit. It gives her more of an identity than just Sav's girlfriend. Slash Holly J's minion. F- frenemy minion? Whipping post. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then Dave is like basking in the glory of winning the game. And Casey is with him, and he's like, yeah, LeBron, Kobe, Dave, you're right up there with the greats, dude. Is he, though? I don't know. He made a basket one time. And then let's, Dave let's be real. reveals he has a crush on Jenna, I guess. And Which is a choice. Casey's like, sure, go for it. We could double date or something. I don't know. I don't, whatever. But then, Yeah, I believe he says... She smiles a lot, and she's friends with Claire. It's a sure thing. <laughs> it's a little, a little presumptuous, but never underestimate the presumptual abilities of a virgin boy. <laughs> like, yeah. You will assume any girl smiling near you Dave is interested. Is all about the justifications of the little things yeah. in this episode. He's like, she smiles. I'm like, what? But that's a good sign. Yeah, but yeah. like, not at you, just in general. Yeah. Just in general, she's just a generally smiley person. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 like she's a barista. Like, she's going to smile at everybody. <laughs> don't hit on it's her. It's kind of like she's, I don't know, it's kind of a fake smile, too, which is why the whole, like, Casey Jen, uh, like Jenna subplot, like, boiling underneath makes sense because those two are just better for each other, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. They're, both, they're, they're both terrible. They're both weird and yeah, horrible. Yeah, they're both manipulative, terrible people. Yeah. Yeah, it's perfect. Um... And then, but then we're with Riley, and he's with Fiona in his room, and oh my god, she's and like, she's... oh my god, you have trophies for everything. He's like, I don't like to lose, which and... like, of course he doesn't. Um, he puts on some really bad music, some really bad music, <laughs> and then she's like, what are these for? And he's like, these are for kissing. And I'm like, no, I hate it, I hate it. And then he gets, and then he begins aggressive. to kiss her. And the look in Fiona's eyes is very clear that, like, no, sir, you do not deserve an award for this at all. (laughs) (laughs) And he's, like, forcing himself on her. She's like, no, 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 stop, stop, stop. And then she's like, um, I thought we both didn't want the physical stuff. And I thought you were gay, essentially. She's like, but the thing is, she's the best beard on earth. Because she's like, here's the thing. I know what your deal is. We never have to talk about it. We can just keep doing this until you figure your shit out. Yeah. It's ideal. Marco would have killed for a Fiona. Seriously. And I think she even said, like, if you were straight, we wouldn't be in this relationship right yeah. now. Um, but he gets really defensive and like, eh, no, I'm not gay. I'm straight. Come on. Kiss me again. But He's like just here to like blow his own spot up. He's just oh, like he's ruining terrible. his life. And I'm like, 
Dude. I know his motivation is confusion and such, but I think he should be more confused about the fact that he has a Thursday poster and a poster of just a basketball that says game on in yeah. the same bedroom than his sexuality. Happening? I have that. T- what is what? I don't understand what his taste is in stuff. I think it's I, yeah, what he thinks it, it should not... be. But like, why <laughs> yeah. does he think that he should like Thursday? What is happening? Yeah, no, this is, he's not supposed to like Thursday. I'm sorry. No, I, I second that. I'm confused by it. I feel like maybe that's the only genuine thing because it's the only thing that kind of doesn't fit anything else. So maybe yeah. he's just deep down like an emo kid. That might, that might be it. He's just an emo kid masquerading as a jock to cover up the gay thing. I think we it's cracked all, it's, this. Like, the, third, it's the, the subtle set design behind it is really unraveling its character. I think we've cracked this. I never would have used the word subtle with Degrassi, but here we are. Um, but then, so then it's the next day and we're in the locker room and then we get some gross locker room talk. Ew. Also, if boys. I ever hear another person say locker room talk again, I'm going to throw They up say in that mouth. in this episode. I know they do. I just, uh, it, it, I feel like I have PTSD just from the expression locker room talk now. <laughs> and then. In my I, defense, I don't think I've ever said a word in the locker room. I went in, I changed, <laughs> and I was out of there. Right? Who fucking Who talks like lingers in, in the locker room? No, it smells weird. Everyone's like kind of naked and mostly ashamed of their body. Yeah, like everyone, at least. In my experience, everyone's just kind of like changing as quickly as possible, not looking at anyone, hoping that nobody looks at them. Yeah. My gym locker got robbed when I was 13. Oh, that was kind of a bummer. But like, because I would never lock it because who's going to steal my fucking sweaty gym clothes? Yeah. But I had this sick Howard Stern shirt and somebody stole it and I've been bummed about it for a good 15 years now. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. so sorry. <laughs> I um... have suspects still. <laughs> You should you should tell your girlfriend about that specific shirt because I recently purchased a lost T-shirt that someone had been looking for for a long time. It was a very successful mission. It really, was, it was very impressive. I was that very is proud impressive. Of I was very proud of myself. They got it stolen That's... from them in a bar, <laughs> like a long time ago. <laughs> like off. Right, well, I'm going to put the blame on this individual for taking their shirt off in a bar. Yeah. Oh, no. They're dumb. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> like, it was a stupid drunk move. And okay. it ended in a lost shirt that they could not replace. And I located the shirt. And I was Until like, you came around. And I was like, queen of the goddamn birthday presents, motherfucker. That's why, that's why you're the spirit squad captain of the world. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that. I fucking agree. Um, <laughs> but then I don't remember what they're talking about. I think right, they're like, have you done it with her yet? And she's like, oh, no. I think I'm going to break up with her. I don't know. Whatever. And then Hot Lifeguard comes in. Oh, Hot Lifeguard. And I think he's talking about, like, the whatever the fuck fair Degrassi is having. Yeah, we're going to have to get to that. And he's like, I'm going to be there. You got, like, we should hang out. And Riley's like, oh, no. And gets all weird because he doesn't want people to know he's gay. And he's like, if I hang out with a gay, people will think I'm a gay. I don't know. It's questionable. It's weird. Riley really bums me out this entire episode. Yeah. Sam just needs a buddy. But also, how old Sam is Sam? Sam totally knows, too. Sam super knows. Sam is... but He like, looks like he's maybe, like, college. Yeah, but, like, why yeah. is he hanging out with high school kids? Because he's teaching them lifeguarding. No, I know, but, like, why is he, like, hang out with me at the fair? Well, he's probably... I think he's volunteering there, because we see later he does, like, the dunk That's tank true. thing. And he's like, I'm going to be and there. And because deep down he wants to kiss Riley. Yeah, true. Which, like, fair. Like, 
they're both very attractive men like do it now kiss but like also riley's <laughs> a dick so maybe don't do that yeah um sam can do much better sam can do so much better um, sam looks like a hollister model he's beautiful <laughs> And then we're with Dave, who's, like, using notes to try to ask out Jenna, but then abandons it. And then he's like, you, do you want to go to the fair with me? And she's like, um. And he's like, and Claire and Casey. And she's like, oh, they'll be there? Great. And I was like, oh, boy, Dave. Oh, Dave. Wait, there was a locker room line that I really liked when someone said, you know who goes to the fair? Hot single girls. <laughs> Which is valid. I guess it's that's true. true. There was. It does happen. There was, there's a carnival, um, in like, it's not my hometown, but it's like the town next to my hometown. It's the town where my high school was. And there's like two or three carnivals a year, I think. And like everyone goes, it's a big instead of dances. deal. <laughs> yeah. We have carnivals instead all fucking summer long. No, maybe four. I don't know. We have so many That's goddamn a car- lot of carnivals. We have a lot of carnivals. My hometown had a lot of carnivals too. Right? And my friend's family owned the carnival company. <laughs> That's amazing. But so like So everyone had a job. But everyone went. Like when we were kids we would go with our parents and when we were teenagers we would do drugs and then go to the carnival. I've had still just as fun. I've had I've had quite a few friends throw up on the zipper. I was gonna say, Oh my god, the zipper. I used to love that, right? Going to like the county fair and riding the zipper. Oh my god. But if I were if I were to go now I would never go in it. It's a death box. Yeah. I wonder how many people have died on the zipper. I'm afraid of most rides. Zipper I'll do. And I was always afraid of it until me and my friend went to the fair when we were like maybe 15 because hot single girls go to the fair. That's <laughs> true. And the two girls we had a crush on went on the zipper. Like, like okay, if they're going to go on the zipper, we have to go on the zipper. And ever since, I've always had this nostalgic memory of the zipper. I love the zipper, but yeah. I'm pretty sure that as an adult, if I went on the zipper, I would be very I would worried be that I was going to die. My car like flying off of the thing because it's spinning while the whole thing is spinning. I don't know. And it's just it's seems, a rusty death trap. It yes. is a rusty death trap. Ah, oh, but I'll take that over Pharaoh's Fury. I don't like that Pharaoh's Fury. What is that one? The one that's like a big ship that swings up really oh, high. Yeah, fuck that. Nope. Not into it. Not my style. I've been on one of those and like felt my ass rise from the seat. Yeah. I'm like, nope, nope, this is bad. Yeah, the last time good. I went to a fair, I went on like the thing that swung back and forth, but also spun oh, at yeah. the same time. And I was Hate like, it. I'm this disc is going to detach and fly into the sea and I'm never, I'm going to die. Yeah. I used to really, I liked, I liked all the weird ones. I liked the zipper. I liked the one where you basically are standing in a circle in a room. Well, I did like the one in the room, but then there was also the one that was just outside. There was one that was that, outside. Those ones scare me. The inside the room one. The gravitron, the, I like. Yeah, the, you yeah. get stuck to the it walls and you can like, but and it was the just, thing slide up and down. Yeah, it was that, yeah, but it was cool just. you tricks and get it, yelled at. Yeah. yeah, you could go upside down. Yeah. But the outside one was that, but it was just outside and the panels didn't move. Oh. And there were two of them. And they did the fast spinning, so you were, like, stuck to the thing. But also they would tilt as they spun around oh, in a no. circle. Yeah, that is vomit-inducing. But that one it's, was it's my favorite. It's super vomit-inducing. That one will make me yak. Yeah, do not get drunk and <laughs> go on that one. No, especially the inside one, because it's all, like, hot. You're, you're in this room, and you're spinning. Yeah, yeah. it's rough. I went to a fair last summer. Uh, like, me and my girlfriend went with uh, a friend of ours. I'm like, all right, we're going to go to the fair. We're going to dress like we dressed in high school. We're going to drink in the parking lot and smoke weed. And we're just going to do this right. And we went in, and we ran into a girl she used to babysit who was, like, 13 now. So she's like, come on all the rides with us. 
So, like, I felt truly like a teenager again. It was really enjoyable. That's amazing. But we had to go on the Gravitron four times, and, yeah, I puked. Oh, my God. Yeah. That'll do it. Anyway, it doesn't look like they have any fun rides like that at this fair, though. No, it looks like a really boring fair. It looks like there are only games, end of list. Um, of course, Grassy can have a fair because they're endless fucking budget that they have. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> they're like, this is a fundraiser for what? You're spending so much money. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, they what will not you, make as much as they spend. What are you raising money for? And also to pay how? back the people they rented the hot tubs from <laughs> two episodes ago. <laughs> Um, but then we're with Anya in class and she's looking at her LARPing map and fake green sleeves is playing. I love fake green sleeves. And then I think Leia again is like, uh, why? Like, can I come to self-defense today? Like, I really don't want to watch Stoods again. And Sav, Sav comes, comes over in. and is talking about his groupies, which I'm like, um, really? For Janie and the studs? I don't know. <laughs> and then he's like, please come to the thing. Leia, er, and Anya's like, I can't. And he's being a dick about it. Because he's kind of a dick to her. And then and then he walks away. And then Anya invites Leia to her LARPing thing. Yeah. Well, I think was a dick. He like walked in and said, like, what's wrong with you? In public, in the middle of class, next to her friend. It's not the time for dick. that conversation. And she um she invites Leia. Not really because she has like a change of heart or whatever. But she I think invites... it's because Sav pissed her off. <laughs> well, no, it is because Sav pissed her off. But it's because Sav pissing her off gave Leia an idea where she was like, it's like they're married to the band, but they're dating oh, us. Yeah. And then Anya was like, whoa, light bulb moment. And she's like, Leia, you gave me a really good idea for this thing. So now you're allowed to come to my fake self-defense, but actually right. LARPing. <laughs> um, but then we're with Riley and Peter. And he's like, how do I break up with the girl? <laughs> oh, my God. This made <laughs> yeah. me so mad because he's like well she won't sleep with me and peter's like so you're breaking up with her what and he's like well isn't that the whole point which made my brain hurt well again in riley's defense doesn't know how to be straight and peter once again surprising us supposed to be the dick like oh you're not getting any time to leave dude no he's like (laughs) you can't break up with a girl for that Think about her. He's just changing all over. I'm like... And he said, I'm, take it as somebody who's left all, lost all of his girlfriends to other continents. It, it, it gave which a CW. is such a good line. <laughs> yeah, CW. Um, yeah, and then he goes and finds Fiona, and she had heard about his locker room talk, and he's like, it was just locker room talk, and she's like, no, boy, bye, I'm breaking up with you, goodbye. Um, and then we're at the fair... And oh, and then this is one of Dave's like weird justifications. They're like all eating like funnel cake or something. And he's like, we have shared cutlery. Like you guys have two forks. We have one fork. We're sharing a fork. It's meant to be. She likes me. I'm like that. No, that's just like kind of bad hygiene practices. Yeah, it's not great. It's pretty gross, (laughs) actually. And then we see. Don't we see Fitz and his girlfriend? Yeah, we see. Who like. That I just wrote that guy would be Fitz's girlfriend, that girl. Right. Yeah, then we get like the montage of all like the weird like lifeguard boys with girls. Like we see Fitz with some girl. This is when we see Blue drawing a picture for some girl and being like, So then can I have your number? And she's like, Why don't we just hang out right now? <laughs> Which, you know, good on you. Good job. <laughs> yeah. Forward as fuck. I like it. I'm into it. 
Um, and then a hot lifeguard calls out to Riley and Riley's like, shut the fuck up. Bye. Because Riley has no chill in the slightest. And then he pretends to like Shantae. Yeah. Which is. Yeah. I, I mean, fine. Live your life, man. And then we're in the woods and Leia thinks LARPing is called LARFing. And Anya like solves the LARP problem with a, like a marriage pact or something. I don't know. I yeah. wasn't really paying attention. Yeah. Yeah, it's basically, you know, it's like, yay, Anya, she figured this out. And she's going to be the goddamn empress of wherever. And then we're (laughs) back at the fair and Riley is like winning Shantae a teddy bear. And I just came across another Allegra quote. I'm ready. Which is, Shantae is cute, but as I recall, she's a cunt. (laughs) (laughs) She's not wrong. Um, The first thing Shantae says is, Hey Riley, have you tried the snow cones? Which is just like that's the end of a conversation. Like you really can't. It's a bad icebreaker. Yeah. It's not great. Although it doesn't involve ice. No snow cone has ever <laughs> been really good either. True. They're not good. Nobody <laughs> like who likes snow cones. I like yeah, shaped ice. Certainly nobody's gonna like a specific snow cone more yeah. than like other snow cones in the past. The like, only thing is a good snow cone. The only snow cone preference I have ever had in my life was there's a bar near Holland's house that has alcoholic snow cones, and I will get oh, one yeah. and I eat That's it. That's a good snow. Cone. It's a good snow cone, but it's I'll get still the- like messy, like a snow cone. Well, th- but then you dump it into a cup and right. you just end up drinking it. But like you know, so that I'll have one of those, but otherwise I'm like, eh. But yeah, she he wins her a teddy bear and then he like attacks her face and like tries to kiss her. Yeah, she's like, What is. are you doing? We don't we barely even know each other. Which is fucking valid. Yeah. Riley does not yeah. know how to do this. At least wait till the end of the fair to make a move. Like yeah. wait till the lights are it's down, you know. Everybody's high on, you know, funnel cake and lights. You gotta wait. The timing was not good. Drugs. Um Yes. <laughs> and then she continues to just call him out in front of the whole fair, which is fair valid as fuck this um, is the most i've ever liked Chante. and he's like stop it stop pulling up my spot and she's like fuck you don't attack my face this is weird and then he goes to take out his frustrations on the hot lifeguard in the dunk tank can which is i like, just sure. say a thing about riley so the thing is he is like clearly unraveling like he's freaking out and unraveling because he's like so much closer to being found because when he was like fake dating anya they were real slow he kissed her quietly in the park one time it was super weird and they were like nah let's be friends but he wasn't like let me grab your face to overcompensate for how like clearly homosexual i am yeah i think it's i think he's just getting more desperate and he just really 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 doesn't want to be gay so bad that he's like trying actively to not do gay things and yeah he's trying to make the girl thing work yeah. And he's trying to see if it will work, I think, like, more and more desperately. It won't. And it's not working. Especially because you're just sexually assaulting girls left and right, which it's is not really a good upsetting. move. It's real upsetting. Uh, and he's full of rage. I have another Allegra quote. I'm ready. Which is, oh, my God, this is like Moose from Riverdale. Oh, my God, there's a moose on this show. Holland, what if this is an alternate reality? <laughs> <laughs> I love Allegra. Um, and then, oh. And also, we just real quick are back with like Dave and uh, Casey the and gang. Like Jenna and whatever. Dave and the gang. Um, and so like Casey wins something 
for Claire and they're like aren't we cute and then Dave tries to win something and they're like sorry booth's closed now in this past 35 well, no, seconds then he tries to buy a stuffed animal oh, yeah. for Jenna and they're like um no we don't do that yeah basically they're like yeah we can't just like sell it to you you have to play the game um and then and then Jenna's like it's okay like you can try to win something somewhere else and he's like yeah I gotta go buy I gotta go win something for my girlfriend and she's like um what she just mouths the word girlfriend to Claire with an alarmed expression on her face as he drags her away I think it's clear there might be something in the snow cones that's making like because this fair is making men wildly presumptuous (laughs) seriously they've been although like I, I think it's also just something about that age group because it's like some people are just yeah. like, really, oh, yeah, of course. Like, there's that age group where, like, they don't really know. So they're, like, going to call them their girlfriend or boyfriend right away a lot. Like, I remember in eighth grade, I went, I, like, kind of went out with this one person one time. And because his, like, friends were trying to set us up, we didn't even really go out. We hung out amongst a group of friends. And I was like, oh, I don't like him. So I hit on his friend the whole time who I ended up dating. And, but he, like, wrote all over his MySpace and AIM profile about how I was his girlfriend. And I was like, I was like, no, no, no. no." And I had to, like, reach out to our mutual friend. And I was like, he needs to know that I'm not his girlfriend because this is fucking bananas. We hung out one time in a group. And I'm also dating his friend now. This is weird. (laughs) God, I That's miss wild. aim profiles though. I know. It was it was I mean <laughs> almost as much as I miss sub profiles. Oh, yes. So oh good. boy. So good. And just and icons, <laughs> buddy icons. That was where you could really like let your uh your literary and artistic genius fly. <laughs> it was it was a time, you guys. It was and just really flex those HTML skills. <laughs> um but then we're are we at the pool hall place? No, because that later. Yeah, because first he I think has it's to the next punch episode. him. When does he punch him? Now is it he, at the fair? He, no, he punches him yeah, after the in fair the in the school. The oh, in the school. He's back in the. We're school. in a different bathroom. Are we in the this bathroom? We're after- not in the bathroom. We're just we're just in the hallway. Oh, we're in the hallway. We're just in the hallway. First, dunks him in the dunk tank. Right. Yeah. Which are like lifeguard shouldn't be so swarmy just because he knows Riley is gay. Like he was kind of like being a little like, oh, you're striking out out there, buddy. Oh yeah, he's like girl problems. That sucks. Yeah, like okay, I'm fucking pissed off too. Um, and then he punches the lifeguard. Yeah, because the lifeguard follows him like into the school and it's like, dude, are you okay? Like I know how it is. And he's like, what? Like gay? And he's like, no, like high school. Why are you gay? Do you want to talk about it? And Riley's like, I'm not fucking gay. He like punches him in the mouth. It's ridiculous. And then yeah. what's his face? Fitz, Fritz, who cares? He's there with his some girlfriend and like someone else. And I'm like, I don't know who any of these people are, but they're <laughs> witnessing this event. Was it blue? No, I it wasn't blue. Okay. It was definitely like three people that I was like, I could not pick. I don't know who these people are. <laughs> you are whose? I don't know what this is. Yeah. And then that's the end of part one. Um, yes. But then part two starts with Riley, like, scrambling to get Fiona to be his beard again. And she's like, um, no, ship has sailed. And he's like, come on, please. And she's and he's, she's like, no, I heard about what you did to Sam. That was really uncool. And she's like, no, it's fine. She's like, oh, so it's better to be a gay basher than a gay person. And he's like, I mean, yeah, maybe. And I was like, oh, God, Riley, no. It's a real bummer. We also get a great opening shot of uh, 
Kelsey's boyfriend leaning against the back of a bus, incorrectly <laughs> using the term viral. Yep. I, I noted that. I was like, Johnny, fucking Like, oh, that Marco. punch went viral. There was no YouTube involved. There was no camera. Oh, boy. Just, oh, viral. Oh, Johnny. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, and then Riley gets called to the principal's office, and we meet Larissa, the head of the LGBT club, and Riley doesn't know what those letters are, and he thinks that's a sandwich. And she is reporting Riley's behavior at the fair. Good. Yeah. Yes. And honestly... An LGBT club is not a sandwich. No. No. And he refuses (laughs) to apologize. And not only does he refuse to apologize, he gets almost no punishment. She's like, go home for the day and write me an essay on nonviolent confrontation. It's like, no, he just committed a fucking hate crime. What are you doing? Ms. H, you're better than this. Yeah. Yeah. He needs a punishment. I mean, maybe she's giving him the benefit of the doubt. But it's not cool. But then we're with Anya, and she made, like, a LARPing slideshow. And, and if, like, if you're trying to keep this a secret, why would you show this slideshow at school? But whatever. And then Sav comes over and is like, oh, what's that? Is that from Halloween? And Anya's like, oh, yeah. And then Leia's like, um, it's LARPing? Like, <laughs> she like has, you literally just did this yesterday she has, for the yeah. first time. She has zero fucking chill. Nope. She cannot keep her goddamn mouth shut. And then Sav starts trashing it, and... Then also simultaneously is getting defensive about his band. and Yeah, because she's like, you're dumb band stuff. And he's like, my band stuff isn't dumb. Which, like, dude, it's kind of dumb. It's kind of dumb. And don't fucking... But you can't tell a kid his band is stupid. Well, no, of course not. You know it is, but you just can't say it. No, of course not. And I never would. But also, he shouldn't be, like, bashing her interests either. Yeah. Oh, absolutely not. Just because he has, like, a little fragile male ego like he needs to chill the (laughs) fuck out (laughs) um but then we're with jenna and she's like oh this dave thing is weird he thinks i'm his girlfriend i was nice to him and somehow he got the wrong idea and then she's like i don't even like him i think or something and like is staring at casey and i'm like control your thirst she like she cannot (laughs) she fucking cannot Ooh, and then the cheerleaders come over and are like, you're dating Dave, right? Want to be part of the squad? Like, you'll be like, they use a term called squatters, which just sounds like people are squatting. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I just imagine people living illegally in homes. (laughs) (laughs) I was was picturing someone literally like squatting. (laughs) Well, my line of work is to deal with that. Yeah. I just, I just, I just feel like Manny and like Darcy, even Darcy, Manny, Darcy, Paige, none of them would have stood for that bullshit. No. None of them would have accepted someone onto the spirit squad without like holding tryouts, holding serious tryouts and like being really mean about it. What it used to be. I mean, Mia's gone. Holly J's not on the squad anymore. They, who knows who is leading that squad now? I don't know. Yeah, the integrity of the entire Shantae. organization is in the toilet. It's probably Shantae. I bet it's Shantae. So, of but course, it's all about appearances like, for her. Yeah, which is why this whole thing has gone downhill. And then Riley fucking shows up to lifeguard class, and you're like, dude, you just punched your teacher. You really think this is going to be okay? And he's like, um, you can't be here. You got kicked out of the class. You fucking punched me yesterday. Goodbye. And he's, he's like, like, are you uh, fucking what? kidding me? To which I say, you yeah. got off so goddamn light, you stupid motherfucker. Yeah. 
And you can't react to being like punished for freaking out by freaking the fuck out. Yeah, it does and, not look good for your case. And I think uh, Hot Lifeguard is like, um, we don't think you, I don't think like your you with your temper issues is like a good mix for being a lifeguard. And Riley's like, I don't have issues. Like immediately yells at <laughs> yeah. him. It's like um, proving the point right there. He needs some fucking therapy. Yeah, he really And not does. the kind he seeks out. No. Yeah, no. And then he goes back home and, and he's in his room and he's trying to write his nonviolent conflict resolution essay. And then he starts trashing his room. So it's going really well. He's doing yeah. great. And then he Googles how to not be gay, which is the saddest Google in the world. And he finds <laughs> some like conversion therapy places. And it's scary. Very scary. Mm hmm. And then it's the next day and we're with Anya and she's like, oh, I don't know. Should I send a text apology to Sav? I don't know. And I'm like, not no. First and of all, no, you, you shouldn't should use not. the term text apology. That's for damn sure. <laughs> Absolutely. That is not a thing. And but then while she, as she's about to like send Sav this dumb apology text, then she gets like a, a LARPing text and she's like, wait, I know how to save the day. Everything's going great. And I'm like, yes, Anya, embrace your nerd dumb. Sav can suck an egg. Goodbye. Well, no, no, it wasn't that she knew how to save the day. It was that she, so she got the LARPing text and it was that um, they, oh, they accepted, accepted her offer. They accepted right. her offer to be marrying whatever. Yeah. And, and then, and I only know this because I immediately wrote down long live the empress. Right. <laughs> Um, and then Peter and Riley are wrestling again, and Allegra said, this is the gayest thing I've ever seen. Um, <laughs> and I don't even remember. Oh, and then is this when Riley's like, I found these things that can make me not gay anymore. And, Ry and Peter's like, I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> uh, I don't, that's all I wrote down for this. Peter's though. just trying to keep up. Yeah. And then, but he's also just like, I mean, whatever, you do you, man. I'm just here. I'm just here if you need to talk. Here and to then support. Jenna is wearing a tiny vest. And Dave is like, let's go see a movie. And he says something about five gallons of sweet buttery corn, which sounds disgusting. And yeah. then instead of telling him, actually, no, I don't want to date you. She doesn't say that. And she kind of is like, OK, I guess so. Uh, I don't want to hurt your feelings. And like, well, this no, it's it's not even that she doesn't want to hurt his feelings because of the it's squatters. That, it's that he was like, yeah, I'm the one who like put you up for the power squad thing. I oh, told them right. that we were dating. And she was like, cool, I guess I we that date it's now. called the power squad still. I know. I'm, I'm still adjusting. Um, and then, okay, then we're at the conversion therapy place. And the goddamn counselor's name is Jerry Hallowell. That is Ginger Spice's name. It is. Did we do this on purpose? That's why it was familiar. <laughs> yeah. And then Allegra. I thought it was maybe like I was thinking of Jerry Falwell, who would be very into the idea of like conversion therapy. Yeah, I'm wondering if they're like. Haha, ha, we're giving you a Spice Girl name, you terrible person. I don't know. And then Allegra wrote down, I don't think Ginger deserves this, even if she did break up the Spice Girls. Allegra <laughs> and I are in agreement. Um, it was weird. And then the guy's like trying to sell him on this therapy. And Riley's like, and it works? And he's like, yes, it does. I'm married and I have two kids now. And he's like, and you're happy? And the guy like does not answer right away. And he's like, happier than i was and i was like oh boy. which at least he's um at least he's a little bit honest <laughs> he's like happier than i was um 
And then, oh my God. And then we're at school again. And Riley is asking out Fiona again. And he's like, it's okay. I got help. I'm not going to be gay anymore. And she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And she's like, "You wow, you really hate yourself, don't you? And he's like, what? No, no. And then he gets angry. And she's like, you can't, this isn't something you can cure. And then she walks away. And then he yells at her, too bad you can't cure a bitch. And it's terrible. He's a goddamn nightmare. And I know he's going through I think she shit. just goes right back with, we don't talk anymore. Yeah, <laughs> she does. Because she's awesome. I love Goodbye. Fiona. I love Fiona. Um, But yeah, fucking like, I, I feel so bad for him. He's going through some shit. But also Riley, I fucking hate Riley's guts right now. He's just not handling this well. No. He has anger management issues mixed with uh, the fact that he's going through a very dramatic, tumultuous time. Yeah. So, like, but, like, he's got to chill the fuck out. And then we're back at the conversion therapy place, and the guy's like, so it's going to be $2,000. And Riley's like, um, I don't have that. And he's like, we don't take insurance. And I'm like, no fucking kidding. Yeah, he's like, Most, yeah like, of course not. Even in this. Canada, insurance isn't going to cover gay <laughs> exactly. conversion therapy. Seriously. And there's two posters that say, like, don't believe the myth of the gay gene. It's yeah. a very uncomfortable environment. Yeah. I do not like it. But two grand is less than I expected. Yeah, but yeah, that's me a too, actually. It lot seems for like a, a high school student. thing. Yeah. Um, and he's like, and it'll take years. Ugh, what? It doesn't just happen right away. So can I just take a pill or something? It's like, yeah. No, no. I mean, this doesn't work either. But that definitely isn't how that works. Yeah. If this good. was a thing that would work, it still wouldn't be. No. Like I just, oh man. Um. But then we're with Sav, who's listening to his own fucking music. Of course he's he is. He's listening to a California song. Which, like, oh, man. I mean, I guess it, it, I, I can't tell if I'd prefer him to be listening to that one or, like, the new one that Jane sings. You know what? I think I'd want him to be listening I'd to Shared Custody. I'd rather be listening to Shared Custody. Right? Oh, my God. Sean and I are I like that name. song. Shared Custody was great. It was, like, a good, like, punk track, like... He just, yeah. yeah, and then they just, they got weird. Dudes, I like the old stuff. Back when they were raw and punk, you know, yeah, they sold they were out. wearing masks. And they were wearing weird masks. I'm telling you, I stand by that version of Stu. That songs about California. We don't need that shit, yeah. all right? and I, I also don't need, need out. They did. And you know what? I don't need this auto-tuned Jane bullshit. I just, not, it. it's produced as hell. Yeah. Put a hot chick in front, make all the fans happy. Yeah, I know what they're doing. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Paramore. It's very Paramore. Okay, Paramore. Get it together. <laughs> um, but then, but Anya comes in and is like trying to like smooth things over, and he's like, I just don't get why you want to hang out with those weirdos. And she's like, I found people who accept me, and I do. This is something that I like. And Sav just wants her to be defined by their relationship, and he's like, But I like you. Why can't you just hang out with me? And she's like. Fuck that shit. Bye. Well, I wish she said that. Instead, she said yeah. something along the lines of, but you're always busy with your band. Which, like, no, that you should also, like, want to have your own, like, personality. Yeah, it's dumb. And she's like, he's like, isn't me loving you enough? Burr. Ew, I hate him. Yeah. And I love Seth, but right now I'm just like, but being stupid. Um... But then we're with Dave and Jenna, and then Jenna finally is like, um, actually, I don't like you. I'm sorry. Well, because he goes to kiss her, and she's like, yeah, no, I can't do this. Which, like, fair, girl. And then he's like, is there someone else? And I'm like, there shouldn't have to be someone else. She cannot like you and not like somebody else. But then she's like, actually, there is, because she does like Casey. 
Because she cannot fucking stop herself. Nope. Um, she is a boyfriend stealer. <laughs> Self-proclaimed. Self-proclaimed. <laughs> One of the stealer. first things she said. Um, <laughs> Which and is then... a ridiculous opener, by the way. Hi, I'm yeah. Jenna. I steal boyfriends and I suck. <laughs> How to make friends at a new school. Yeah. <laughs> we're um, going to be frenemies forever. And then we're on a boys night out with Riley and Peter. Which sounds like and a Peter, real And Peter, I guess, just has all of the game. And Riley is just kind of glomming on and not doing so hot in the pool hall. Well, because he just like... It also looks like they're out. hitting on 28-year-olds. <laughs> yeah. But Peter's doing like, pretty the well. The girls are hitting on look my age. Um... But, like, I feel like it makes sense because, like, Peter has done a lot of dating. Riley has done zero dating. Peter has, like, always had, like, a weird charm thing to him. He's managed to, like, pull a lot of hot women for no reason. Yeah. He really has. And now that he's, like, he doesn't do, like, he had all of his, like, shitty experiences. I feel like he's come out the other side like a more like well-rounded kind of like enlightened human i don't know based on this episode and it is better. a pool hall where you can use the go-to tv trope of teaching the girl to play pool which we True. see yeah which <laughs> yeah which by the way doesn't really work no only on tv it's, it's a tv thing it's not a life thing don't try to do but that. then again i'm not great at pool so i couldn't tell you <laughs> yeah i don't know it's the same as like teaching a girl how to golf so you can like wrap your arms around her I'm even worse what? at golf. I got, I got, I got none of the wraparound games. Wait, what? Is that a thing? Yeah, you've never seen yeah. that on TV. No, you've and watched like, the OC. Swing. Who is playing golf? I don't know. It happens. <laughs> um, but then we're... a lot of people are playing golf. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're out there. I know, but like. I think of like younger people doing this move and like who who is 16 and playing golf. What's well, happened? I think older people do it too. Okay. Um, but then we're I think we're at the basketball game. Oh yeah, and when Jenna like broke up with Dave or whatever, she's like, "I can I make it up to you? Maybe I can make you look really good out of this or something." So then we're at the basketball game, and Jenna's like can cry on command, and she's crying and pretending that Dave, like, broke up with her. And she's like, can I still be oh, on the power on squad? She's a serial killer, too. Yeah, yeah they're all fucking murderers. <laughs> what is happening? And then... And then they're like, oh, yeah, of course. And then I think she, like, stares at Casey or something. No, so this is I what I can't happens. remember. I just think I, she was not subtle. I need to talk about this. This is what happens. So she walks up to Claire, and she's like, how'd I do? And Claire looks horrified because now she sees the power that Jenna has. And she's like, you could win an Oscar, you yeah. terrifying monster. And she's like, and then Claire's like, you know, don't worry, Jenna, like, you'll find the guy who's right for you and jenna is like creepily staring right over her shoulder yeah, at, casey, at casey who is standing next to them or like near them or whatever oh. and she's like yeah i think you're right and we're all and it's just like it might as well it's, have like and then claire music. like turns around and sees where she's staring which is at casey and she's like um i am unsettled which is fair because jenna has crazy eyes and can cry on command and that is a power to behold yeah and then we're back at the pool hall, and we discover Hot Lifeguard is there, and also Riley just sucks of at flirting with people. Um, but then we're back at school. I don't know. Miss Dawes, I think, is like not very approving of Sav because he's being a dick. And Sav, I don't know. Sav and it's probably just annoying. me, but I don't know. I thought Miss Dawes and Anya might have. Might have maybe kissed a little bit. I thought it, I had a feeling it might happen. 
I I get a more mother-daughter relationship from them. I don't get that at all. And I feel like I have a pretty good idea of when someone's a lesbian. I can usually sniff it out pretty fast. (laughs) And I was not picking up any of those vibes. Oh, yeah. They're like making her wedding dress or something. Yeah. I think that it's just like a mentor, mentee. Yeah. Friends. And he's like, I think that was just how I was playing it out in my head. That's fair. Yeah. And he's (laughs) like, not surprising. And then he's all confused (laughs) about the wedding dress. And Anya's like, I'm getting married tomorrow for this thing. And I made it happen. Like, I did this thing. And he's like, I don't understand why you're doing this. Like, why can't you just come see my band? And And she's like, because I have a sunrise wedding and it might be the only wedding I ever have, which is just bringing it back to their real fucking issue, which is that Anya's like, we can never have a future together because you told me and your parents told me we can never have a future together. Yeah. Which is like, why is that relevant? You're in high school. But if it bothers you that much, fucking break up. Seriously. If I was sad and my girlfriend did have like a fake role playing husband, I'd be a little fucking weirded out. Like I'd pretend I was cool with it, but I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be jealous. I know it. It's fair. Yeah. Um, but then Riley is a sloppy drunk at the pool hall. Oh, he is a mess. And then he goes into the bathroom and hot lifeguard is there. And then he like goes up to the urinal. And he's like, no peeking, which is just uh. gross. I hated that. And then they have a confrontation in the bathroom and they kind of, there's a scuffle. They're fighting. And, he's a and sad I, boy. Yeah, they're fighting. And I wrote now kiss. Um, but and they didn't. They didn't. But then he just kind of starts crying and he's like, I'm not normal. And, and hot lifeguard understands. It. And he's like, you don't have to come out until you're ready. And he's calling him out on his self-hating behavior. And he's like, how is the self-hating like violent behavior working out for you right now? And I think Riley finally is getting like, oh, maybe this is not a good thing. Maybe yeah. I'm It was sad. Dick. He's like on his knees saying like, kick my ass. I deserve it. Yeah. There's something wrong with me. Like, okay, the kid's breaking down. Yes, that attitude man. will probably manifest itself into a fetish later in life. But for right now, <laughs> I just kind of feel bad for the kid. It's very sad. It is. It's a bummer. And I'm just like, who made you think this about yourself? Like, where is it your parents? I don't know. We don't have any kind of backstory for this um but it's very sad and then we're at the larping wedding and sav shows up with a goddamn mandolin because of course he does of course he does and then he can play a mandolin and he's like i support you here i'll play a mandolin for your fake wedding and then miss dawes has he also got her to listen to his unplugged set in a very sneaky trojan (laughs) horse kind of way (laughs) (laughs) fucking sav always pushing the band (laughs) <laughs> um and then she gets fake married to the, the the guy and it's nice sure and then you can tell he's kind of pissed sav is there yeah and then we see riley talking to miss sove in the hall thank, thank god, god. And, goddamn time but then i think we learned that he's just like working on anger management for now i don't know if she knows yet but it's good that he's in therapy and then he officially comes out to Peter yeah. and he's like, he like whispers, I'm a homosexual. He, it's like the sweetest <laughs> little whisper. He like goes to Peter and he's like, I'm going to tell you something. And he's like, I'm a homosexual. <laughs> and Peter, <laughs> Peter's like, yeah. no kidding. And he's like, I can't say I'm surprised, but I'm happy. Like you're good with yourself now. And, and then Riley's like, please don't tell anyone else. Like, you're the only one who knows. I'm not. I've decided that I don't want to come out in high school. And Peter's like, "All right, you do you. I support you. I have always supported you." And Peter's just a fucking good friend. 
Which yeah. is so... That was actually my last note I have is, Peter is a good friend, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's always, weird. like, with some, like, incredulousness. Yes. Um, yeah, no, my last note is this friendship exclamation point. Oh. <laughs> um, and then that's the end of the episode. Um, but we do have a YouTube comment. <laughs> oh, uh, this is from Latrice Parker one year ago. Says there they go again, being loose at the lips. The truest fucking fact. She's blown up on your spot with the LARPing. Oh my god, she <laughs> just can't stop herself. <laughs> oh, it's called LARPing. Don't you like know what Never LARPing heard of is? It. <laughs> she feels like she's in the fucking inn now. She went <laughs> once. Like, damn it, Leah. Um, but Spirit Squad captain of the episode, Sam the lifeguard. Yeah, and even Peter a little I'm, bit. I'm, and Peter. I'm saying Peter. I'm going Peter. And a little bit of Anya. A little for bit of Anya. Fucking living her LARPing life Having and not some being ashamed of goddamn it. Goddamn agency. Jesus. Thank God. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going Peter. Ship of the episode. I'm going to friendship Peter and um, Riley. Riley. Me too. That I'm works. A- that works for me. I'm I also, don't- also going to ship Anya and LARPing. Yes. I'll also, I'll also ship uh, Blue and the Chicky Drew. Cause, <laughs> there you, know, you go. She there gets go. him out of the picture for now. Um, oh, we should do... Um, we got to do a eulogy for Blue. All right. Should we do it now? Yeah, fuck it. Speaking of Blue, um, bye, Blue. Um, you have a weird name. You used to be very pretty, but you got a haircut, and then you turned into kind of a dick. Yeah, I mean, we were originally charmed by you. You really capitalized on the uh, (laughs) Leonardo DiCaprio school of hitting on girls by drawing them. You did good with that. I mean, you really capitalized on everything about Leonardo DiCaprio because you had the hair and the flowy white shirt and a very just, like, hot 90s vibe to you that I really enjoyed. And then you cut your hair. And also, you started being really mean to Holly J for no reason. Yeah. And now, I, I don't care that you're gone. No. Bye. Bye. He also kind of looks you. like Stefan from The Vampire Diaries. He says a little goodbye to you and Bye, your dumb necklaces. Blue. All right. Um, you see that, baby blue? <laughs> <laughs> Moral of the episode. Don't be ashamed of who you are. Good blanket Boom. statement. I, I think love that it. works for multiple plot lines. You're much better at this yeah. than I am. Um, I'm just like, I don't know. It's cool to be gay. <laughs> Hashtag yeah. it gets better. <laughs> uh, we're here. We're queer. Get over it. Pride. I was just going to say that. <laughs> um, Everybody's on the same page today, you guys. Grapevine. Yeah. Do we have tweets? A yeah. Tweet? We have a tweet. We have a tweet and we have a review. That we're going to make Sean do. So Sean, if you want to do another review for us. Absolutely. Um, how about you? Yeah, because my phone's plugged in, so I'm going to have to get my Twitter. But All right. if Sean wants to read the review thing and think about it while I get my so Twitter. So the review is from Nose in a Book 22. Um, they didn't give us any indication of who they want to be shipped with, but they said they live in Florida, and that's all the the backstory I have for this person. Okay, so who would somebody who lives in Florida want to be with <laughs> is the question. <laughs> I don't know. That's because I'm kind question. of thinking Fitz, to be honest. <laughs> he seems the most Floridian of them all. <laughs> don't do that to her. Don't give her Fitz. I would never. Um, I mean, maybe Johnny DeMarco. That's maybe a Florida. Yeah, no, he's choice. definitely from Florida. <laughs> Is it a girl? I think so. It doesn't. It, it just said nose in a book. Okay, um, I can work with it. I let me double check, though. 
Oh, and her thing is nose in a book. That would work because Giant and, DeMarco's a big reader. Yeah. That's what I'm going with. That's what I'm thinking. So, yeah, I think right, that's you a let good me know when you're ready. I think I can pull it off. I think that's a good call. Go for it. All right. So, it's uh, three days after the uh, midwinter for harvest dance at Degrassi <laughs> Community School. Everyone's still reeling with the energy and excitement from the romance of the dance floor weeks behind. But now is not a time for dance. It's not a time for music. It's a time for literature, you say. And just in time, the yearly Degrassi book truck is pulling up. And as you see the bus pull up with big signs saying, like, reading is essential, a certain sense of calm goes over you because this is, you know, this is your day. This is where you feel comfortable as a... um, as a literature person, as an English-minded human being. So, you know, you're perusing, you're looking through some of the classics, you know, your, your Kerouacs, your Nabokovs, what have you, you know, you're maybe a little Orwell here and there, you're just checking out the selections. And you look, there's this guy, he's, he, he's also, okay, all right, I got it. You pick up Animal Farm. <laughs> Start looking you're like, ah, oh, yeah, Russian Revolution, of course. You look to the left of you, you see a guy, he's hiding his eyes, he's got a little hood up, but you see some gorgeous locks of hair, <laughs> and he looks a little embarrassed to be there. And you see the spine of his book, he's reading Animal Farm, too. You think, so you have a conversation, you strike up, he becomes a little less shy because. And he admits that he doesn't want his friends to know that he's there because he's kind of shy about his bookish nature. But you open up, you start talking about the nature of communism and uh, its parallels throughout the history of literature. And as you get to that, you're talking about the scene where they take the horse away to turn him into breath mints or glue or what have you. And a tear goes down his eye because he's, you know, a sentimental guy. So you take his hand and you say, what do you say I get these books for us? You purchase your... Your his and her copies of George Orwell's Animal Farm, and then you go behind the uh, you go behind that table that everybody sits at, and you make out a little bit. Perfect. And then, and then you start a small book club. <laughs> a couple's book club. A couple's book club. And I, and I hope you appreciate that. Amazing. I love it. It's so romantic. It's incredible. <laughs> Of course, they're both like super big fans of Orwell. I love it. We know we know Johnny DeMarco loves Orwell. It's true. Um, so thank you for doing that for us, Sean. I thought it was an amazing fan fiction. Uh, do we have any tweets? Yes, we do have tweets. Well, we have a tweet. A tweet. We have a tweet from Rebecca Seaman at Bex Grace, and she says, "When does Shantae graduate? I feel like she's been here forever. No, she's been here forever. She's been here forever. <laughs> she has, hasn't she? She has to graduate soon. I oh, God, I hope she must be a senior." I- I don't know. Nobody's been on the show for this long and have had such a little of a story. I know, right? (laughs) There's really nothing to her except she's just kind of a bitch. She has more. She has had more screen time this season, though. I think. Yeah, but there's still like hasn't been any plots. Oh no. I mean, maybe Toby is a contender for that award, but just barely. No, but Toby actually like at least started out with having his own things. That's true. Shantae has never had her own plot. That's true. Um. But all right. Thanks for the tweets. Thanks for the reviews. Um, if you guys want to be featured on the Grapevine segment, you can tweet at us at DegrassiPod. We're on Instagram at DegrassiPod. You can email us at whateverittakespodcast at gmail.com. 
We're also on Tumblr, whatever it takes podcasts tumblr.com we're pretty much anywhere um on any podcast platform so you can listen to us there and if you're on apple Podcasts, if you could rate review and subscribe that would be super cool and if you leave us a review you too will get your own degrassi fan fiction made up for you on the spot on the show and you can follow me personally on instagram and twitter at holland tacular and you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Sucks with a Z at the end. And Sean, what do you want to plug? Where can they find you? What do you want to recommend to the humans? All right. Well, you can find me at Instagram at Sean P. Quigley. Alternatively, you could also find me on Twitter now. I began to slowly use my Twitter again. Yeah, you have. Also, at Sean P. Quigley. And, uh, yeah, my podcast, at HGIC Podcast on Twitter and at Hot School Class on Instagram. And we're on all that in on the uh the iTunes, the Stitchers, <laughs> whatever you use. You can find us. We're out there. Perfect. But you won't find us fucking on it, so I don't know. You will. <laughs> you will. I swear. I swear you will soon. Eventually. Give, I, like, at this point, this is just a runner that I'm going to give you shit for until one of Here's us Here's what you need to do. You need to start, like, giving my f- Pat and Chris shit. Because you know me. I'm there, like, they're separated from it, so they're like, yeah, we got to have them on soon. If a girl actually tells them that they want to be on, they'll have they'll feel on the spot. You got to put them on the spot. I Should we know. have them on this show so we can accost them? Like, because I don't know these Skype, people. I don't know them either. Just, just make them super. Go from the Degrassi account. Just send and send my podcast email and email. Okay. That's seething and demanding airtime. And right. Chris will respond very promptly. Because we... otherwise we're just going to like come to Long Island, I guess. I don't know. Or we'll just like make you do a drunk podcast at your Halloween party. <laughs> that would work. <laughs> we'll bring the mics. Um, no, we will not. We no, are we not won't. bringing I'm not plugging don't this stuff. Don't bring the mic. I am not bringing equipment. But it would go with our costumes. It would go with our costumes. That's a good point. Maybe we could bring mics. <laughs> We oh will be boy. hauling out. <laughs> I need to find a mustache. We need to make you a keytar. <laughs> I really want one. That's perfect. I'm excited. Um, do you have anything that you're enjoying that you want to recommend, either of you? Um, I'm going to recommend The Good Place because it came back last week and I really like it and watch it. I was just going to say it. that also. I just oh, watched I that. It. I loved it. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> That's what I was going to go with. Also, uh, Broad City is back. And it's good. Watch that too. All right. <laughs> that is good. Um, I there's a new podcast called Ologies. That's awesome. It's all like it's a science podcast, but it's with um Allie Ward, who like from uh, Slumber Party with Allie in Georgia. Um, and I I've missed her voice in my ears, so I'm very excited. And she's only had one episode so far, but it was with a volcanologist. I learned a lot about volcanoes. It was very fucking cool. Cool. So Ologies. Oh, yeah. Awesome. That sounds good. It's really fucking good. Highly recommend. <laughs> um, all right. I think that is all that we have for you guys today. Thank you again, Sean, for being on an- yet another episode of Whatever It Takes. Thanks, Sean. Always here. Always <laughs> Anytime. love having you. Um, and thank you, as always, to Jay for our wonderful theme song. And thank all of you for listening. Goodbye, Panthers. Bye, Panthers. Bye, Panthers.